Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Mad Lit Musings podcast with Jamie Jo Wright. That's me. And today I have with me a very fun guest. We Facebook together in our Facebook group, Case Files Confidential. Um, but I have with us Luana Ehrlich. Did I pronounce your last name right? Because I should have checked before we went on. <laughs> it's actually it's actually Ehrlich. It Ehrlich. rhymes with girlish. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not get that one right at all. And it's, it, is it Luana me, or Luana? <laughs> the, you did good with the Luana. Okay. Okay. It's Luana Ehrlich. There you go. Luana Ehrlich. Awesome. Awesome. Spelled E-H-R-L-I-C-H for anybody who wants to Google your name. <laughs> Find That's out right. more about it's, you. Yeah, it is awesome. kind of a complicated, complicated last name. Yeah. Is that a, um, and now I'm curious about the history of your last name. Is that a, a German it is, it is German. It is, okay. it is honest. Uh, yes, oh. it, it is. I the kind of the funny story about that is my maiden name is Pollock, P O L L O C K. And when I was, um, you know, kind of growing up, what what do you want to do and be when you grow up? I I thought I'd be. I wanted to be an author. I did tell people that when I was like ten years old because I was a big reader. Okay. And I decided that I would not use that name because that name was too complicated. People wouldn't be able to remember it. Oh, so sure. I'm yeah. Going to write under the pen name of Pam Black because I oh. thought, oh, well, that would be so easy. Pen. This is a 10 year old right. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Pam Black. Uh, but, and of course, I didn't do that because I thought, Later, when I married, then it was even more complicated, <laughs> and and, uh, and I and I I wanted to keep that name. I've never written under a pen name, but I did do kind of a funny thing in one of my books. I went ahead and had a character named Pam Black. Did you? <laughs> you almost have to. That's kind of like one of those things where you have to give a nod to your childhood self in one of yes, your books. Exactly. I always like to put what I call little Easter eggs in all my yeah. books that my brothers sisters or any relative would would kind of figure out you know figure out oh that's super fun I love that I love that well for readers who aren't familiar with your books tell us a little bit about what you write and and all of that I guess okay. stories <laughs> uh, exciting I, I always love to talk about my books and writing but uh, I'm the author of Titus Ray Thrillers and Milas Gray Mysteries and Silas McKay Suspense and yes, I do have kind of a little rhyming thing going on there with Titus Ray and Milas Gray and Silas McKay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I just did it because I thought it was fun. I like yeah. words. I like to do. And it's a good branding kind of thing. I think authors, uh, you know, need to do a little something that's a little different. And mm -hmm. I feel like my readers remember, you know, uh, the names because of that. So uh, I actually started writing um, 10 years ago when I wrote uh, my first Titus Ray thriller, mm -hmm. and it's One Night in Tehran, mm -hmm. and um, it's actually the story of a CIA intelligence officer who comes to faith in Christ because okay. of some Iranian Christians okay. uh, after he was hidden away 
uh, with them after a botched mission. Sure. And so when he returns to the States, through a series of events, he, um, you know, has to eventually uh, figure out how to live out this Christian life. He didn't grow up in a Christian home. He came from an alcoholic uh, father. And mm -hmm. so as he begins to try to figure this out, of course, he goes on lots of adventures. <laughs> so consequently, I just finished my 10th book in that series. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so That's awesome. So basically with Titus, we can we can start with book one and just follow him through every book, right? It's kind of like one of those things where you can fall in love with the character for real. And <laughs> exactly, exactly. One night in Tehran, he does, uh -huh. he does, uh, he goes on the run from an assassin and he ends up, believe it or not, in Norman, Oklahoma, okay. which just happens to be where I live. It's uh -huh. just a, a hotbed of terrorism here. But uh, and the podcast just got flagged by the CIA, but that's okay. <laughs> so, um, but as a result of that, he does meet a a beautiful Christian detective, okay. and uh, she becomes his love interest throughout the uh, the series. And I won't do any spoilers there, but uh, yes, uh, their their story and his uh, adventures start in in that book one and continue yeah okay. okay so there's romance and there's <clears throat> suspense and a little bit of terrorism <laughs> oh, terrorism dear. in you oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> yes he uh he he goes on lots of adventures my my next book in that series is two days in caracas Okay. Then, then I go to three weeks in Washington, four months in Cuba. So you see a little pattern. Yeah, there. I do. Every That's really book, cool. Every book has an, a number with it, so readers mm -hmm. won't get confused. <laughs> Excuse me. No, but then I had to, I didn't think I could do six decades anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I switched to steps. <laughs> so the first uh, uh, one in that one is still a Titus Ray thriller. But okay. switch to steps. To steps on that. Oh, that's so fun. Way cool. That's awesome. I love it. Sounds like a lot of good reading for people that's available um, through your books. Then. I like that. Well, and my next series, um, I didn't start till I had written, um, I believe, the sixth book in the Titus series. Okay. And it's a mystery series. Oh. It's about a private investigator. And uh, he lives in Washington, D.C., named Milas Gray. Okay. <laughs> I've been talking too much. I think that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he um, uh, has uh, a lot of issues, I guess you could say. All of my books have elements of faith in them. Titus okay. became a Christian and you at the beginning, and you kind of see his journey. Milas, on the other hand, is not a believer when the book first starts out. Okay. So uh, that's a little different. Mm -hmm. And then um, <clears throat> my third series, it just now um, came out, let's see, uh, last year, Silas okay. McKay. And uh, he is also an investigator uh, for a corporate security firm. Oh, Okay. Great. So lots of mystery and lots of suspense. I'm assuming there's romance probably in all of those um, 
which you know is always a good combination with the suspense and mystery too so exactly. <laughs> yes 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 it's always a touch of romance these my books are all of course profanity free mm-hmm. uh erotica free mm-hmm. they're all clean and um all of them have an element of faith in them yeah the uh the they're all written in first person by the way so okay i'm a female that's writing uh as a male protagonist yes <laughs> the story behind that is that um when i i kind of got finished when i was about 11 years old with reading the bobsy twins and the mm-hmm. nancy drew mm-hmm. and all of those good yeah. stories yeah the classics and, yeah and, <laughs> uh i saw that my dad was coming home from the library with lots of good mysteries mm-hmm. with lots of good thrillers mm-hmm. and so i asked him if i could you know absolutely if i could read some of those and I really, now that I think about this day, I think I'm shocked that he let me. These are adult books, yeah. which I was not allowed as an 11-year-old to to check out of the library. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. So I began reading thrillers at that time, mm-hmm. and he never would read a female author. Okay. Interesting. So, <laughs> So all of the books I grew up reading were all written by males. Right. So I think that was one of the reasons that influenced me. Right. Probably the perspective that you learned as a reader (coughs) would be coming from that male perspective. Absolutely. um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's right. That's right. I had, um, I I relate to that just a little bit. Um, Similarly, my growing up years, my dad and I would share books and, you know, so I read a lot of books from the male perspective um, as well as, you know, the other side of it, the female's perspective. But it was really funny. One time I had submitted to an agent uh, a query for a novel that I had written and of course my first name being Jamie it could be male it could be female right right? so it's not like you mark on your proposal your gender so I sent it in and the response was well I can (laughs) tell that this was written by a male author because the male perspective is extremely strong and we need to work on the feminine perspective And I started laughing and I told my husband, I said, oh, I guess I have a really strong male perspective. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There you go. That's funny. Oh, that's good. That's it good. Was, it was pretty funny. I, I really had to laugh at that one. I was like, oh, if you only knew. Yes. If you only knew. And that was probably before you had pictures on. Uh, right. It was the. You know, you, you they know. could look you up on the internet. Yeah. yeah. The era before social media became super, super prominent right. and That's everybody it. did background searches on you and <laughs> <laughs> right, right, knew right. your dog's middle name before they ever talked to you in person so yeah oh, exactly. so be- before we hopped on to the podcast you and I were talking a little bit and one of the things you mentioned is you've been writing Christian fiction for about 10 years um, prior to that you didn't even read much Christian fiction so I'm really curious um, what made you move in the direction of Christian fiction and why you feel it's so critical to include a biblical perspective in your stories? Well, um, and, you know, I, uh, you probably read also that I, my dad was a, a, a pastor, a, a minister, and I married a minister and I married very young, 18. I was 18, mm. believe it or not. I, be, I went from being <laughs> 
a preacher's kid to being a preacher's, preacher's wife, wife, if you can believe yep. it, because he was pastoring a church. He's mm. he's a little older than me, so <laughs> thankfully, I don't know if I would have let my daughter marry somebody that was <laughs> 18, you know, but um, my faith has just always played a very important role in my life. Uh, I just, uh, even though I read secular fiction, uh, there were many, many, many times when I would start reading a book, especially within the last 20 years, mm -hmm. when uh, I would start it off, had a good plot, but I couldn't finish reading it. I mean, mm -hmm. I couldn't, I just couldn't keep reading it. Mm -hmm. So much profanity, you yeah. know, and I just couldn't. So it never occurred to me that I would write a Christian fiction book. All I wanted to do um, was write, you know, okay. was to write a good story. Mm -hmm. But as, as soon as I started writing, I, I thought, oh, I think this has to be a Christian fiction. You know, I'm not mm -hmm. sure it could get in the secular market. Nobody's sure. going to read it, you know, right, or I'm right. going to be very much reviewed get bad reviews because they don't because mm -hmm. it has that that element of christian faith right right so um but then uh, you know that that became just part of who the character was mm -hmm. and i didn't really think any more about it once i i i decided to go that route and since then of course i've read i've read christian fiction but it, it wasn't a, a big part of my uh reading mm -hmm. before i started writing yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, when you look at Christian fiction and how it's um, even included in bookstores and such, it's it's almost its own genre. Yes. So to speak, like in a general market fiction bookstore, they'll have, you know, mystery suspense, they'll have the right. romance section, and then there's the Christian section over here. Right. So even if you're right. writing mystery and suspense, it's not likely that you'll wind up in that section right. if you have a Christian slant. So right. Joel Rosenberg, of course, you know, and you know of him. I read, I read a lot of him, and really, most of my books are in that genre. If you okay. read, if you read Joel Ro Rosenberg, you could easily read mine. Mm -hmm. uh, and and he, of course, is in the secular market, but he has a good platform. You know, he you may not know that, but he he worked in in Israel. He was Netanyahu's uh, uh one of his um advisors and okay. uh, you know so he had the <laughs> the platform to be able right. to get into that secular market right and uh and of course john grisham isn't isn't really grilled uh branded as christian fiction right. but still there's elements of faith in his mm -hmm. books mm -hmm. and um so it yeah it's a it's a little difficult to um uh, to to have to be in both those markets right yeah. right yep yeah yep. no I hear you on that but. but that's the reason that I do advertise all of my books in secular fiction in mm. the secular fiction categories okay um, when I am um on certain websites you know that mm -hmm. will push your book if it's on a discount mm -hmm. uh, I very often uh advertise in that in that market and so consequently i do get emails from readers who thoroughly enjoy it and sure. uh, and say i did i i realized later that this was actually a christian fiction category book but mm -hmm. uh, i want you to know i really enjoyed it you know things like yeah, that yeah yeah 
I think a lot of people don't mind having that element in the story. I think sometimes when they see a book categorized as Christian, there's a stereotype that's immediately applied to it. Um, But when they start reading it without knowing, sometimes they're like, oh, Christianity can be rather (laughs) grace-filled and and kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I love it. So when you write your characters, um, tell me a little bit about... um, their faith journeys i know we were talking about titus ray and um him coming to know the lord and stuff do you as you carry them from book to book then do they grow in their faith do they have faith struggles or how do you incorporate that faith walk into their stories yeah for each of the characters i think it's just a little different but with titus he is just a lost puppy out there when it comes to he had never even had a Bible in his life. He had never been to church. He had been to a vacation Bible school once, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, enjoyed the popsicle and that was it, you know. So part of his beginning story is really about going to a bookstore and buying his first Bible, Mm. you know. Now, again, he's on the watch for an assassin as he does understand (laughs) that. Who's after him? That's quite the combination. Let's go Bible shopping while we dodge an assassin. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and uh, just one of like when he goes to church for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, he, he he decides to go. the 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 person in, that he meets in the bookstore invites him to go to a church. So he okay. decides, you know, maybe I should do that because sure. he was he was in he was rehabbing in Oklahoma from a broken leg that he suffered when he was back in Tehran. Mm-hmm. So um, when he goes to the church, he doesn't know what to wear, you know, and he always wears his gun. So right. of course, he has to, you know, he wears a jacket, he's got his gun, but he doesn't, he's very uncomfortable when all of a sudden, the pastor gets up and wants everyone to shake hands with each other. Uh, what is this? And he's afraid they'll, you know, and he, mm-hmm. it, it's just very, very, there's just so many things in our own life. If we've been a Christian for a long mm-hmm. time that we cannot begin to imagine what someone who has just walked into this life, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. then on top of it all, he is a secret uh spy he's a, right <laughs> he's, he's looking at the shadows and mm-hmm. and uh so forth well and the church that he goes to actually plays a big role in what happens later okay <laughs> i won't go into yeah. any spoilers but um uh yeah it it plays a big role and um eventually uh he does begin to grow and one of the ways that he figured out that he should grow is that he realizes he needs to read the Bible. Okay. And so he made a vow that, uh, and he's a kind of an OCD guy mm-hmm. anyway. He's a little quirky. Sure. <laughs> but he we like quirky. Quirky's good. Yeah, I like quirky. <laughs> I, I wonder why I write write quirky. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he he uh, begins. He makes a vow that is much as possible, he will try to read a chapter from the Bible every day. Mm. And he uh, was advised by someone, well, you need to start with the gospel. And so he does. So, you know, he's still struggling. He fails all, he fails all the time. He's a big liar. You can imagine he's a CIA 
And so he lies at the about everything, you mm -hmm. know, things that are unnecessary. Sure. So he's got to learn to do that. He has a terrible temper. He's got to learn mm -hmm. to control that. And uh, and so, yes, you know, he begins to even tell some people about what happened to him. And he's shocked at what how they react to this. Yeah. So, yes, it's it's a big deal in his life. Now, with Milas, he doesn't his he doesn't become a believer until a little bit later. And okay. then, you know, he um, he, too, has to struggle because he's been living uh, in Washington, D.C., and he's all involved. He, he works for the uh, a senator who's the head of the Judiciary Committee. He mm. in, does investigations for him. And so he's all involved in that world. And okay. he is a very wealthy guy and and has been living a very secular life. And all of a sudden he's, you know, got to figure this out. You know, yeah. what does this mean? Yeah. And he has a Christian love interest and she's kind of shocked at some of the things you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> about him and uh and so there's that the the last character I've just done Silas he is the head of a corporate security firm in Dallas Texas okay and uh he has recently lost his wife uh due to brain cancer mm -hmm. he's been a Christian probably all he considers all his life Sure. But he he cannot get past the loss of his wife and mm. what was God thinking? You right. Know, right. How he had prayed about this and how and so he's without his wife and yet he's carrying on his his investigation and he, he's just struggling. It's it's a struggling kind of faith mm -hmm. trying to get past this. But yet he wants to continue you know going to church but he's having a hard time so it's kind of a different uh, perspective all three of them have different faith walks yeah yeah and and I think and I've had you know I have readers write to me I'm sure you do too all the yeah. time that uh -huh. tell you how their books affect them and mm -hmm. uh, I, I just love the fact that it's it's encouraging to people in their own yeah. Christian walk yeah. to 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 read these books despite the fact they're they're mystery thrillers <laughs> right right yeah no I love it and it's it's so great when you can read a book for entertainment but then you also walk away either being challenged or encouraged in faith right. or yeah. and even for those people who may not come from a faith background right. they start thinking about it you know they start right. wondering what is God's investment in me as a as a human right. being and as, as right. somebody who's walking this earth so I think that's really great. The other thing I want to pull out that I noticed when I was reading your bio was that you really like a Starbucks caramel macchiato. <laughs> and I felt that was really, really important that we mentioned that today. Let's <laughs> mention that. Oh, yes. I, my favorite drink. I'm, I was thrilled the other day when uh, my friend, <laughs> when my grandson was home from uh, uh university well he's a med student okay. and uh, when he came home for Christmas and uh, he said I'm living on caramel macchiato I said oh <laughs> yes, and I, yes I don't I didn't even know that he would really remember that I oh that that's I, so uh, awesome that I love those yeah I love so, that yes I love I love how um different things like that sneak into an author's bio and I uh -huh. encourage anybody listening to read the author's bios because 
Yeah, well, those little tidbits that here. get snuck in. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, and and I always I always have a dog. All all of my people have dogs. Okay, you know, uh -huh. they've all got dogs, uh, in some capacity. Okay, okay, and um, and then they they all drink coffee. They always drink a lot of coffee. Oh, see, we're <laughs> we're kindred spirits sport. here. There's always a little sports because <laughs> I'm okay. a big Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, okay. Uh, now, now they're all three not Dallas Cowboy fans. Only okay. one of them is. Okay. But, uh, but I always get some football in there too. Get some but football I mean, in it's there. a natural <laughs> thing. I mean, well, it know. is. It is. And I thought for a while there, you and I would be kindred spirits with the coffee thing. But then you mentioned Dallas Cowboys. And oh. Of course, I'm a Green Bay Packers. <laughs> so this could be a problem. We might That's have some good. tension in our friendship after. All. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, fun. So, Luana, if readers want to find out more about your books or actually pick up your books and read them, et cetera, What's the best place for them to find you and where should they go? Well, um, they can Google my name, first of all, because then I'm, I'm sure I'm going to show up. All show up. Yep. <laughs> but um, I do have my my website. It's just my name, L-U-A-N-A-E-H-R-L-I-C-H dot com. That's my website. I went ahead and have three different websites for each of my book series. So you can put Titus Ray Thrillers. Miles Great oh, Mysteries okay. or Silas McKay Suspense. All of those have with .com. You can do those. Of course, you can just go on Amazon and Google me there or, or put me in the search engine mm -hmm. and you'll find me there. Awesome. Um, I do have a blog that's called His, His Glory My Joy okay. His okay. Glory My Joy .com. So it's kind of a little devotional yeah. thing. I just do about a once a month blog on there, a little okay. devotional, very short. Um, so those are all the places that uh, I can be found. That's great. Love it. Well, good. I hope readers will check out your books. They sound super fun and they sound like they will appeal to men and women both who love that. Lot, lots and lots and lots of male readers. That's that's <laughs> I do. great. I do. That's great. I'm going to have to pick up a few of these for my dad. It sounds like something yes. he will definitely he, I, enjoy. I bet he would love them. Yeah. I but agree. I'll have to read them first. So that's yeah, I, will, I will say this. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll end with this. And uh -huh. I do put out a newsletter every two weeks. And there's okay. always one of the books on Kindle that's discounted on there. Mm, it's, usually, it's usually nine nine cents I do have some free ones sometime mm -hmm. but if you're signed up for my newsletter then you're going to hear about the discounts that are that are on there and all you have to do to sign up is to go to my website okay and when you sign up you'll get a free book you'll get the prequel okay. well there's there you go there to, you go there's a prequel to first uh to the first series to Titus Ray it's called One Step Back Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the prequel to the series. And so uh, you'll get that free book when you sign up for my newsletter. That sounds good. I just snuck a peek at the cover too, and it looks definitely interesting. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> everybody rush and sign up for that newsletter okay. right exactly. away. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, Luana, this was super fun to have you here today. And I really appreciate your time Thanks. coming to visit. Well, it's been great, Jamie. I've, I've enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better. And uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely.
Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com. <laughs>